Protecting your wealth throughout your retirement years and beyond has become a lot more difficult than it once was. A volatile world coupled with increased life expectancy means that retirees need to now put together a comprehensive estate plan that's robust enough to withstand many eventualities and unknowns that may occur over many, many decades. I'm Wayne Nelson, and in today's episode of Talk to the Experts, I'm joined by Sherry McMillan of McMillan Estate Planning to discuss some of the strategies that have been built to counteract the various risks a family may encounter so the retirees can have peace of mind and enjoy their retirements knowing that their wealth is protected. Sherry, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Well, before we get started, though, I just want to let our listeners know that the Macmillan team will be hosting a couple of virtual seminars. The first one, Wednesday, March 9th at 6.30 p.m., and the second one on Wednesday, March 23rd at 6.30 p.m., to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register, call Macmillan Estate Planning. The number is one 266 6464 Or you can go online at macmillanestate.com. Well, Sherry, the big uh, economic news is Alberta's budget. It introduced some key changes of note on Thursday. Can you comment on this briefly and discuss what this is going to mean for families, in your opinion? Well, luckily, Wayne, the budget appears to be mostly good news for all of us. Um, it was primarily focused on funding the healthcare sector and also um, focusing on getting people back into the workforce, which we certainly need to do here in Alberta. So they're looking at like training programs and employment programs to you know support that coming into effect. They also, for the very sec- first and second time in the last decade, it hasn't happened since 2014, we actually have a balanced budget. And so there was some clapping about that. And I think that was good news considering what we've been through the last few years. Well, sure, but there's still the other shoe to drop because the good news was due in large part to the price of oil uh, going up over $100 a barrel. So I guess we're paying for it one way or the other, right? We certainly are. And one of the things I want our families to bear in mind is this is simply the provincial budget. What we're really waiting for is the federal budget because that is going to come out shortly. And it's where many of us are fearful that maybe capital gains tax might increase. Maybe they are going to introduce wealth tax. There's been chatter about that. So, you know, thankfully, Alberta's tax tables are not changing, but we really don't know what we'll be facing when the federal budget comes out. And so that's what we're uh, suggesting to families, that we effective date all the work we possibly can um, for this first quarter before that budget takes effect and comes into law. That certainly makes sense. Now, what kinds of strategies are you recommending that families use to future-proof themselves from the changes enacted by this budget or that future federal budget that we've been dreading? Well, there's a lot of tax strategies that we can do to mitigate taxation. And, you know, we've been using them for many years, and sometimes families are just unaware of the possibilities. So some of the ones that we want to utilize are going to stand the test of time into the future and any budget changes that may come our way. But the first one I always like to talk about are tax exemptions. Obviously, you want to use every tax exemption you're entitled to in Canada. And one that's not as obvious is your primary home. And your primary home uh, grows tax-free. So let's say you're in your 60s or 70s and you're thinking you want to 
reduce your workload and perhaps downsize in, downsize in your workload. So a lot of people think, well, I'll downsize my primary you know, home on the acreage and then I'll just move into a small villa. Well, what I suggest is if you're financially you know, affluent, maybe cross-size in your numerics. So in other words, don't buy the small villa, maybe buy the penthouse that costs the same as your ranch. And what you're doing, in effect, is you have that money invested in a manner that it is going to grow tax-exempt through your lifetime. And so I don't encourage people to downsize unless they numerically need to for retirement. Instead, I tell them to cross-size. And um, we've had a lot of families buy really nice homes in retirement because of that. So that's one of the first um, areas that I look at with families because it's sort of a myth in society that we should downsize at a particular age, let's say 70 or 80. But studies show most of us, luckily, uh, will have the privilege, 93% of us, in fact, Wayne, will have the privilege to pass on in our own home. So we don't need to go into elder care, and then in turn, we don't need to downsize. And psychologically, it's probably better, too, because that's the home that uh, they have resided in for many years. Their circle of friends is in that area, their social connections. And, you know, I've always told uh, my real estate clients that, hey, if you're having issues, there's no need to sell if you can afford to have someone help you with those chores uh, that you're no longer able to do yourself. Well, that's absolutely correct. And the other thing that I always, um, you know, suggest to families is if you, God forbid, are part of the 7% that ends up in elder care and you really need the proceeds of your home, well, then how wonderful is that, that you're selling, you know, a high-value asset like your primary home, you're not paying any income tax on it, and that obviously can fund a long-term care facility for you for many, many years to come. So it's almost like a safety net that you're building into your estate that if you do need elder care, you have this large asset to rely upon. And that's a fairly simple strategy, isn't it, Sherry? I mean, there's a lot more um, involved, uh, complicated strategies out there that that people would need some advice from uh, some good folks like uh, your team members at McMillan Estate Planning. Uh, Trusts we've talked about in uh, previous shows or estate freezes. Let's talk about those options again. Absolutely. So that's the simplest option to give contemplation to, and many of us are utilizing it. But estate freezes and trusts are some additional options that we have in Canada. And so the first one I like to explore is when we're contemplating our entire estate, we have the privilege to tax shelter and have tax exempt what up to 25% of the value of our estate. So, for example, if your estate is worth, say, $10 million, it means that $2.5 million of your estate can grow tax-exempt, and it's called the maximum tax range. Now, most families don't even know that this giant tax-free savings account is available to them, and so they never employ it. And it's employed under trust planning and estate planning. So if you haven't sought out that kind of work yet in life, you've just been simply doing financial planning, it won't have been brought forward to you. But it can be absolutely substantial because, you know, we're usually quite excited about the tax-free savings account that all that wealth can grow tax-free and we can spend it tax-free. Well, this is so much uh, larger in scope and it can have such a substantial impact in the way your retirement unfolds because if you can imagine 25% of your estate never having tax paid on it that's going to increase your retirement revenue dramatically 
And so we're always excited about this particular opportunity that so few of us actually take advantage of. Is that something that is relatively easy to put in place, Sherry? Is that something that people can start using right now, or is there a a time deferment? Yeah, the great part is it starts right now. So what we traditionally do with our families is we get them qualified uh, based on their financial net worth, and it's based on your total net worth. And so, you know, if your total net worth is the $10 million, you are going to be allotted $2.5 million of exemption room. And if $2.5 million of your estate can grow tax-free, and we specifically really um, suggest families do this inside their company's wing, because as you know, a few years ago, Trudeau brought in higher taxation on passive investments in the company, and families are paying, unfortunately, 50% tax on that. But if that can be relabeled as your maximum tax range, then all of a sudden, all the growth that's happening on those passive investments inside your corporation, you're not having to pay tax on them. And so that's a massive differential for families today. All right. Some great information, some great advice there, Sherry. We're going to pause for a break because when we come back, I want to move on to... uh, Another big important uh, subject that people have been discussing of late, and that's the Emergencies Act, but we'll, we'll tackle that when we return. The Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, March 9th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, March 23rd at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. Now, you will need to register ahead of time, so contact Macmillan Estate Planning, 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit the website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.